What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hans. And this is Tristan. Welcome to the Hans and Tristan podcast. Thank you for joining us again. And we're happy to be here. Happy to be back. Uh, for those who missed out, I am back. Tristan made it clear last episode that I'm the one that's back. Yeah, you you the one <laughs> holding us up. Right, right. I'm back from an extended vacation, a honeymoon slash vacation, which was awesome. I miss it already. I don't see why people work. But anyway, <laughs> I'm back enjoying it. So I don't know what else we could talk about, but what's been going on lately, i.e. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, so for those who have been under a rock and just don't have access to anything, even a newspaper, um, there was a shooting, thankfully, the person is alive. Uh, another and paralyzed. Shooting. And paralyzed. And paralyzed. And handcuffed though. to the hospital bed. Right. Even though he did so, nothing wrong. That part. So Jacob Blake is the name of another person who was a victim of an attempted murder. That's right. Victim of an attempted murder by a white police officer. Uh, just a quick overcap, two seconds of what happened for those who actually didn't hear it. So Jacob Blake was in the neighborhood breaking up a fight. Um, he was actually doing good, quoting on that. Doing good, breaking up a fight between two females in his neighborhood. Police were called, police came, got into it with him. They actually started tussling. He got the best of them in the tussle and actually got away and was going to get in his car. So running away, retreating. My man was retreating, getting in his car. Police yelling at him to stop, come here opened his car door, got in his car, was about to close the car door. Police got in between him and the car door, pulled his shirt, shot him seven times in the back. Yes, as his kids were in the car. Right. I forgot to mention that. His kids were in the car as well. So this man was really going to retreat because Tristan, as a parent, you know, when you got kids in the car, you don't go, you don't bring danger towards your kids. Exactly. You 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 try to de-escalate, right? You're like, okay, all right, for real. And then you walk away, right? Because you're trying to think about your child's safety, which again, he's trying to remove his children. He's going to his children, trying to remove them. And here you go. Mm. My thing is, if I am trying to prevent these two females from fighting, right? Why are you even as a police officer harassing me anyway? All right. Right. Confused. I'm so confused. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, you would think that somebody would actually do their job as a police officer. So and the initial call wasn't about him. It was about the females fighting and everything like that. So you would think as police officers, you're trained in de-escalation and, you know, conflict management of some sorts and doing that. So why not go in and kind of sort this thing out, even in the sorting of it out, right? As we stated before, this man is retreating. He's moving away from you, going to the vehicle with his kids. He's not wanting any more smoke or trying to escalate it any further than it has to be. Why not use a less lethal dose of, you know, deterrent? You have tasers, You all this, right? And there's multiple cops there. So you mean to tell me you couldn't get in front of the vehicle, right? You couldn't put your cruisers there. Or you, you couldn't, couldn't take let me plates. leave because I didn't do shit wrong. Exactly. So at the end of the day, 
I don't, I understand it, but I don't understand it because it's clear to me that our lives really matter less. That's really what it comes down to. Our lives matter less than your ego because that's, that's what it is. That's what happened with this man. Because think about it, Tristan. You get in a tussle with this man and he gets the best of you, your pride is going to be hurt. And you know how these policemen walk around with a sense of empowerment and entitlement. Because the they're badge not... is all of a sudden make them a superhero and shit. Exactly, because they're not thinking about protecting and serve, which is the function of the badge. Right, They're thinking right. about, I am law and order and you're going to respect me. No, that's not what it's about. It's you about protecting and serving. You cannot demand someone to respect you. You cannot mm -hmm. demand. And then at the end of the day, it's like, you represent me. You're supposed to protect and serve me. Exactly. So at the end of the day, like I am the clientele. So what, <laughs> right. what, what's, what's the problem? I'm confused. And, and as far as we know, ain't the customer always right? Mm. And why do police feel like they have the authority to be judge and jury? That part. And Your job is to apprehend. And I know for a fact they teach you certain skills or they should teach you certain skills because you have this little belt, this little arsenal belt with all these little gadgets and this go-go gadget belt. And you go straight to the gun, like you go straight to ten. You don't start at two. You go straight to ten. You got like a. Yeah. I know they used to have like a baton. They used to have like a taser. They used to have like pepper mm -hmm. spray. But you go mm -hmm. straight to your gun. That part. Oh, okay. And that's that's what it is for me. Like this man is he's fleeing from you, right? And miss me, everybody. I have to say this clear: resisting arrest does not warrant death. Because Resisting again, you're not judge and not, jury. Exactly, and then at the end of the day, sentence. I'm not even under arrest because I ain't do shit wrong. You should have never approached me because me and you would have never had this altercation if you never approached me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what police felt to realize is like you don't have the authority to run up on me and feel like I don't have the authority to defend myself when you, just because you have that badge, doesn't give you the right to abuse me. So you think I got to take your abuse and when I stand up for myself, then you kill me. Well, goddamn. Right. So I'm supposed to just take this. That's what it is. Just take it. And that's what they felt. Like you said, they felt to realize like I'm supposed to out here just take you unjustifiably searching me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just supposed to take you uh, profiling me. I'm just supposed to take you disrespecting me, putting hands on me inappropriately. And I know a lot of women go through that as well, because there's a lot of cases of women being illegally searched and seizures by men, police officers, because there's actually things in place to where it's supposed to be a woman to do that. But we won't even get into that whole trickery. And, and I'm just supposed to stand here and take it. And like you said, like, no. And for me, I am thankful that the kids didn't get hurt so i'm i'm glad that that part and i'm also glad that he didn't lose his life but yet and still this man is paralyzed from the waist down yeah, and your children you, saw you get shot right and now your kids are traumatized and they're gonna need therapy and help for the rest of their life to kind of deal and handle this as well not to mention you got this man laying in the bed fighting for his life so i don't get it and I, here's what i don't get I get what happened because we've seen this. We live in this community. We know what it is. Here's what I don't get. Why are we still defending these people? All those people who are coming to the defense of this police officer and what's going on. Oh, well, he had a warrant. No, nothing justifies this. 
There's no justification for it. And my issue is this. If you're a racist, say you're a racist. I saw this comment on the, I saw it on um, Facebook the other day. If you're a racist, say you're a racist. I don't need these essays, these long monologues, soliloquies, whatever you want to call them. Just say you're racist. If you don't like black people, say you don't like black people. That's to me much better than all these nonsensical excuses. And that's what it is. If you think black lives matter less than any other lie, listen, I appreciate that because then I know we have nothing else to talk about. Right, That's and it. I know where you stand, but my thing is stop, tr stop trying to justify your bullshit. Like, like you said, you're like if you're a racist, say you're, but you're sitting here trying to justify. It. At the end of the day, you are what you are. Okay, cool. I don't care what your justification is. I don't care if your great great granddaddy. I don't care at the end of the day. But for me, insult to injury is the fact that you shoot me seven times. I am now paralyzed. And you handcuff me to the bed. Where am I going? All right. Can't where, walk. Where, I can't walk. Where am I going? Where am I going? And then on top of that, what are you charging me with? Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm just like, this is just such an insult. Again, a slap in the face. And this is a, a abuse of power. Like that's just what it is. Like abuse of power. And at some point, like I said, all the marching and all that shit, you just get tired of the shit. It's just like burn this motherfucker to the ground. The I'm sick country. of it. Everything except for this house right here. <laughs> Avoid this house. Everything except we ain't do your shit. house on the south side. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> we ain't do shit to nobody. But at the end of the motherfucking day, anybody. Because I'm like, when does it stop? When does it stop? So, um, to make matters worse, because you know, we're like, crap, another one. But we actually got some good news. We're like, okay, he's alive. Because I know people were looking, right? They're like, oh, man, here we go. He's alive. Right? To add insult to injury, you have this this idiot, this despicable, nefarious boy, because that's what he is. He's not even an adult. A boy whose name I'm not going to speak because he don't deserve it. Who boy who came from Illinois, 30 miles out to the protest in Wisconsin, with an AR-15 assault rifle that he didn't have legally. I don't think it's even legal for you to have an AR-15. I think AKs are illegal in certain states, but AR-15s are illegal. My thing is, let's fuck that. You're 17. Right, that part, yeah. Like You're 17. Even, even if it is legal, you're not of age to yes. own or possess it. So let's talk about parent failures, okay? Your mom is a fucking scumbag, okay? For even driving you to this location, weaponizing you with this equipment and then dropping you off and probably going to the Piggly Wiggly or some shit and motherfucking, Piggly I don't Wiggly. know. Like, it's just, like, that is just an epic parent failure. I need you to leave the Piggly Wiggly out. I know Piggly they Wiggly, did nothing I'm sorry, too. but <laughs> god damn it. If that may be a potential some, sponsor one day, Tristan. My bad, Piggly Wiggly. We love you. I ain't seen one in about, about 10 right, years. Right, I was about to say, though, I can't remember the last time I seen one. You got to go to the, well, the not, Mac Woods. I was about to, to say, not since I moved up from deep South Georgia, that's the last time I've seen one. But even then, Dollar General's taking over, so they're running the Right, everybody going to QT and racetrack and shit. But I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, like, as a mom, right? As a mom. Your child comes to you and say, hey, can you drop me off? <laughs> I want to go shoot up some shit. And you're like, sure, son. How many bullets do you have? Are you good? Are you straight? 
Do you need, oh, it's Corona. Make sure you take your gloves because he damn sure had the gloves on. You got to be safe out here, Tristan. But as a mom, right? Like, okay, even like you said, even if you're a racist and you support this fuckery, you don't care about your child safely because when you shoot, there's a 99% chance a motherfucker's going to shoot back. So as a parent, you're not concerned about your child's safety? Well, I, I can't... <laughs> I can't out here and even try to begin to dissect this because at the end of the day, you lost me at racist parent. Like that to me, that to me, you lost me because then you're no longer an effective parent because but, you're- But they gotta exist because that's how this shit goes from generation to generation. Oh, no, 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 they, they do exist. They do right. exist. Racism is not inherited. It's taught, it's conditioning. Absolutely. Like you're taught to be- Like this is not in your genes. To be prejudiced, I'm sorry. You're taught to be prejudiced. Like that's, that's not something that, yeah. Kids don't come out that way. We make them this way. I'm yeah. sorry. That's the human condition. That's on us. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Um, there's no genetic component for racism. Sorry. Um, no matter what scientists and doctors try to tell you. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying because it's out here. Um, pseudoscience. But, um, but no, yeah, you lost me then. And to, um, <laughs> to make matters even worse, right? Like I said, not again, again, not surprised that it happened. Um, upset that it happened, but not surprised. But what, again, shocks me is people running to his defense. At this point, racism is blatant. It's no longer subliminal. It's no longer discreet. It's not reading in between the lines. These people who are empowered and emboldened, I'm not going to say by who. We all know who by who right now, who's leading that charge. But they are empowered and emboldened right now and it's in your face yeah it's, it's like in oh your face. you know he should be president and duh, 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 duh. like i'm seeing these motherfucking posts and of course it's not people i know but they're reposting because i don't mm -hmm. even you know me i don't even fuck with people who fuck up my energy i will unfollow your ass in 2.5 seconds but they're reposting other disgusting things praising this person and we see it all the time where we have People who worship, shit, people worship Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, don't ever get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes me so upset. And so, but you know what I can't stand? Like you said, even, even as a racist, right? You don't like certain people. Because I promise you, I'm not racist. But it's a few people, like, it's probably one or two people. I'm like, if I see you, gonna catch these hands. And it right. had nothing to do with race. It's just like, I don't, I don't like you. You don't like me. What's good, right? But how can you be so damaged? that you hate someone so bad that you want to see them dead. Like, you gotta be so fucking damaged as an individual. Because there's a difference between, I don't like this race. I don't like that, you know, sex or gender. I don't like, like okay, cool, that's your preference, whatever. But when you start wishing death, right. and then executing this death, okay, motherfucker, what you, Hitler 2.0? What the fuck is wrong with you? What do you think about brainwashing that part? Listen. It's, it's a lot of shit going on out here. I just, this is why I stay in the house. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I stay in the house. Because there's a lot of ignorant ass shit floating around in this world. No, and I get it. And for me, like I said, I can't fathom myself doing something like that. I'm just like you, you know, if we're, if, if we're in a conflict, it's probably something personal. You feel me? I'm not going out there. Like, for instance, there's 
these radicals or people who um, align with the Confederacy, yeah, I probably don't, don't bang with them, but I don't see myself going out there and headhunting and finding their rallies to go show them and, and, and do anything like that. But I think part of it, what we're seeing is that they're empowered. They're feeling empowered. They're feeling that it's okay to be out there in the, in the um, light of day and it's time for them to show their force. And we're getting a truer sense of where we're really at as a country. Like if you, <laughs> if you are still trying to figure out where or what racism looks at, you missed it. You just don't want to accept it at this point right, because right. now it's blatant. Like it's it's in your it's face. It's smacking you in your face. Yeah, like now it's blatant. It's no longer. You get what I'm saying? Somebody posting something in blackface. Something you know, like it's not Gucci. Um, putting out something that mimics blackface, or it's not um H and M putting the the little kid in a gorilla. It's not subliminal or like that. It's in your face. A white kid going to black people and shooting them. Right. It's in your face. And if at this point you're not willing to realize and accept that our country has a severe problem with race, then you don't want to accept the truth and see it for what it is. And we as a people, I'm talking about to our people, if we're not starting to realize, you get what I'm saying, where we're at with this and how we need to handle ourselves too accordingly and not to, you know, because at the end of the day, we all play a part in the interaction, right, with these with these racial interactions and race, you get what I'm saying? So if we're not realizing what we need to do and how we need to tighten up on our policies and what we need to do and what we stand for and when to and how to make moves, then we're missing it too. Because right. at the end of the day, I hate when we get caught up in the past and the progress that we've made and get lost in the current state of what's going on. Because Absolutely. that is a tool that's used to distract and to oppress All as well. All the time. All the time. And I think on top of disbanding or even defunding the police, we definitely mm -hmm. need to attack the judicial system because there's no way in hell, because mm -hmm. they, they add to these people feeling comfortable with going out and mass shooting, mass killing black and brown people. They add to that because anytime you can go and shoot up a church, shoot up a, a, a bunch of damn people, run over protesters and kill people with your car, and guess what? You get apprehended with no motherfucking problems and you get to go, like, no, 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 no. Ain't no way in hell. And then they go and we don't hear from them ever again. Because the last time, I'm going to tell you, the last time I heard of or seen the judicial process play out in front of my eyes was George Zimmerman. And that was so fucking disappointing. That yeah. was so fucking, but that was the last fucking time. We don't get to see the ramifications. We don't get to see the due diligence that the judicial system has when it comes to prosecuting these people. And I think it's done intentionally because it's going to be just as George Zimmerman. Oh, okay, you're free to go. What the fuck? Oh, no. You're, you're exactly right. And you're seeing some of that in Wisconsin right now. Look how long it took to release the name of the police officer who shot him. Look how long it took for them to do that. And that's why I said so, they're always going to protect their own. Right. No. So I definitely agree with you. We need to listen. If we need to shine a light, like you said, we're burning it all down, which I'm not with. Please don't burn it all down. But um, if we're going to shine burn a light. Burn this bitch. Let me tell you something. Something happened to me. Y'all burn this motherfucker down. But if we're going to shine a light, expose all the roaches. Shine it everywhere. You get what I'm saying? Just like in the house. If you're trying to get rid of roaches, you don't just spray them. You spray the whole house. Like, expose everything. So the judicial system, the police system, like, 
we're seeing the the levels to this, right? So if you haven't been paying attention, the chief of police for Wisconsin, look what he's saying when this first came out. Well, these people were all besides curfew. So that's a death sentence? What the fuck? Like, and you know, it's another thing. Just because I have a criminal record or I've done something in my past doesn't warrant you killing me 20 years later, Neva. That part. <laughs> like, so just because I was arrested when I was 21 and now I'm motherfucking pushing 40, that does not justify you posting my mugshot and fucking, no, like that does, that's not okay. Cause one thing has nothing to do with the other, but they're covering up their fuckery. And, I, and it kills me because at the end of the day, like you said, this Black Lives Matter situation is just a movement and it needs to be a fucking lifestyle. No, I'm not motherfucking supporting this, 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 and this person. And we got to get to the bottom of, okay, so how do we effectively hit them where it hurts? Because at this point, we don't have really no control over their finances because they take our taxes. Like, let's be real, they take our taxes. But what else can we do other than that? No, you're right. I think we can do something in the financial sector, right? But before doing that, I think we should also kind of give examples of what it means for Black Lives Matter to be a lifestyle, right? And certain components of that, because I think that's what leads to doing the effective change, mm-hmm. right? So as you said, on the grander scheme of things, the system is built by them and built to benefit them, right? But there's certain things that we can do to kind of tear down slowly and, sh- and surely of the system, right? One thing I would say is, like you said, um, in the community that you're in, you need to be aware of the, the laws and how things move in your community, right? Who's in city council, who puts their when they're voting, because voting is not the same everywhere, right? You need to be aware of that and who po- appoints police officers and chief of police and DAs and all of that. You need to be right. knowledgeable in your community and figure out what's going on in your community. Cause and that's that starts where, with the bottom down, like you said, not wait until ele- the, the big elections. no. That doesn't affect your community. Exactly. Yeah, that doesn't it affect doesn't. your community. That's on the federal it starts level. From, yeah, exactly. It starts from there. So you need to be knowledgeable about your community because that's where you're going to make the most significant change anyway. So that's where you need to be knowledgeable about and see who's supporting your community. So these people who are up for election, because people don't understand, Black people run all the time. We just don't get the votes. We just don't get the support. We don't get the, publi- the publicity and the funding right exactly. and the funding is where also our money that's another thing how we can affect change we need to fund in black and, and um, black people who are running and really care about our community and understand just because they're black don't mean they're for us okay right. listen <laughs> listen okay because they're black don't mean they're for us so do your research that's first and foremost and also like we talked about a couple months ago do your research about black businesses because so often we go to the big brands that are readily available and are marketed more because they have the funding. Do your research on some black businesses that offer the same product and services that you get from the white competitors. Like Exactly. And one thing I really would like to see us do is police our own neighborhoods. Mm. Like if we police our own neighborhoods, we wouldn't have to call 911 because at the end of the day, like I said, call and we even talk about this with, you know, when we talk about the Megan Thee Stallion situation, calling the police mm. sometimes amplifies a situation. It, it intensifies the situation. Again, this scenario, two young ladies are fighting, right? And this man ended up being paralyzed because he tried to interject where someone see two people, people fighting and they call the police. If they just allowed this man to de-escalate the situation and it, no one would have died, everyone would have went home happy. Right. 
but as soon as the police get involved, somebody's going to die. Somebody's getting locked up. Someone already has a, like, it's just too much. And it shouldn't have to be that way when, because police are supposed to de-escalate, not add fuel to the fucking fire. And if we learn mm. how to police ourselves and have our own little hotline and our own little connections, then we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't need them. And at the end of the day, when, when there's no need for you, guess what? You disseminate, you die. Right. Also, though, I do like um, what um, I don't want to use this as an example because we're not the best example, but I do like police departments who force police officers to, commu- uh, to serve the communities that they live in. So oftentimes, right, it's easy for Johnny to come into this black neighborhood and act like he's the man because he ain't got to go home in this black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to police it. He doesn't feel like he's a part of his community. He's detached. He doesn't know the cultural norms. He doesn't know what's going on on the block. He doesn't know who's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's the hotheads? He doesn't know the neighborhoods. Like, like You want to know why do. they do that? You want to know how they set their program up? Because police give discounts when they buy homes in the neighborhood. Right. Like, so, so you getting a discount, because I have a police officer that lives literally right up the street. Mm-hmm. Literally right up the street from me. And so much shit has gone down, but when he, I don't ever see him patrolling the neighborhood. I don't ever see this motherfucker, like, when shit pop off, when he at home, this nigga don't come out. Right, but, like, he, Sir. But, but but that's what I'm saying. That's the fake way of doing it. You exactly. get what I mean? That's, so you're only that's doing housing. it for a discount on your home. You're exactly. not doing it because you genuinely care about the community. But that, But that's what I'm saying. That's what we need. Because think about it, yo. If you out here, literally, if you make them walk the beat like they used to, you get what I'm saying? And those like, squeaky, you... shiny shoes, they ain't doing that no more. <laughs> but yeah, right, they're not. But if you actually make them police the neighborhood that they actually live in, you get what I'm saying, and actually patrol it, that's going to make a difference. You get what I right. mean? Like, because you ain't going to be out here. Because you, you out here looking at me face to face, we in the Walmart, and I'm, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, this is. This is real, and I think that that also we need to have that going. But I, I like what you're saying, too. We need to effectively police it, and not police it in the negative ways that we're seeing. You get right. what I'm saying? Not police it with a sense of entitlement, and not police it for the wrong reasons. You get what I mean? Right, but police it's, it's it the same the, way you police your own home. There you you're go. You're going like to police it. your own neighborhood, and you just extend that, and then you communicate with your neighbors. Like, get to know your neighbors. Like, the last, I, like, I know a few of my neighbors, but I remember when I was growing up, baby, I couldn't do nothing in that house. Because I promise you, all my neighbors was going to call my grandma at work and snitch on no. me. So I was just like, God damn. No, but that's real, though. Think about it, though. Like, in the hoods that we grew up in, right? When something happened in your house, somebody called you, hey, yo, it looked like somebody about to try to get in your crib or something like that. Or yep. That happened all the time. Like, they'd let us know, yo, somebody was looking in this well, window. Even, or trying- even the dudes on the block. They'd be like, nah, don't t- that that's Miss Shirley Carr. Don't touch Miss Shirley Carr. Yeah, don't lean on Miss. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? So it, and it's like, I remember my grandma used to cuss them out. And I'm like, they 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 D boys, man. It's like, I don't give a goddamn who they are. Get your ass <laughs> off my gate. <laughs> but they always looked out for her. They always like my grandfather passed, she ain't had to worry about nothing. So I'm like, we have to get to that point where we're taking our neighborhoods back and we're actually communicating effectively with our neighbors and we're policing our own neighborhoods because we know that these, a lot of police officers, they just see it as one, a paycheck, or two, they motherfucking want to be Rambo or a fucking uh, RoboCop and shit. No, what the fuck is you doing? Or they're using it as a leg up to get in the system too, especially in these small towns, you get what I mean? Oh yeah, you start from the bottom, work your way up. You got to work your way up. So they're using it as a way to get into the system and, you know, 
assert their power to continue moving forward. So I do agree with you though. We have to be more active in our community and get in touch and be connected more because I'm I'm <laughs> I'm with you. If we could get a hold of this. Because we can't trust them the police to serve us. They're not serving they don't us. Give a fuck about us. So if we can't trust you to serve us, then we have to kind of serve ourselves. You get what I mean? And here's the difference, okay? Because I know there's a lot of people thinking, well, what's the difference between that and George Zimmerman? You get what I mean? Because he was so quote-unquote neighborhood watch and everything like that and, and all of that. There's, there's two, two different things. What he was doing was profiling. Right, and then at the end of the day, they stopped asking him to be neighborhood watch because he they it was too many complaints of him being overly aggressive. Right, there's a right, and there's there's a difference. So what he was doing was profiling. What we're saying is, when you see something going down in your community, to be a part of that and to be a part of disengaging and stopping that. We're not saying to be out here to be questioning everybody that comes in and out, and that's not what we're talking about. What we're right. talking about is at the end of the day. If I see something going down, and we see it, we live in these communities, nine times out of 10, we struggle to call the cops because we're like, well, dang, are they going to help or are they going to make this work? And like that's I said, they're going to make it work. About that. Right, exactly. And then on top of that, when you have a committee of people, then it adds checks and balances to what's going on. So it, you get the opportunity to not have a situation about like George Zimmerman or whatever the case may be, where one person is in control of the whole dynamic. There's checks and balances. There are people mm -hmm. looking out for other people and they supersede each other and they, they balance each other out. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't think anybody knows right now. Um, all we know is that at the end of the day, we're at a place where tensions are raw, where the dark side of the United States is up full frontal in your face. And now is a time where we need to be fully engaged in what's going on. And we all need to do our part. Now, what that looks like for everybody is going to be different. But what we just stated is a good place where anybody can start. You can literally go into your local post office, which posts a lot of information about city council meetings, um, voting and all of that to get informed of what's going on in your community. You can go to your local library as well. Another resource that people even know where your library is. Let's talk about I that. Do. But, <laughs> that. You do, but you get what I mean? There's a lot of places where you can go to get informed of what's going on in your community, who's in your city council, what are they doing? And they have open meetings and sessions as well where you can sit and attend and see what's going on and what's being voted on. Like that's open. People don't realize that as well. So understand that there's so much truth to knowledge being power. Second, I do believe that, I know Tristan doesn't agree with this, but I do believe that the change, not the change, the movement that we have going on right now is bringing light to a lot of crap that's been going on. And it's a sign of change coming. When? I don't know. We've been marching since 1960-something. Don't even get me started. And then my thing is, it's bringing light to situations where this is nothing new. It's this not, is, This has been going on since our parents and our grandparents been out here. But so change when, is when slow. does it change? It's, this shit is snail paced. It is. It has to be. It this has is like to sloth be. slow. It has to be. We're taking on a system, not a person. It's not. But we Hitler. have to be consistent in our approach because okay, now that's 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 a different conversation, that, right? But part of the slowness is also adding to 
like we contribute to the slowness because we're not consistent and and i'm not gonna say we because it's some people who's that their main fucking mission is this right but we're mm. not consistent and we have not unified to be able to effectively penetrate and demolish this whole process and that is the bigger bigger issue which is why it keeps reoccurring no i'm with you and I, i'm agreeing but here's my thing there's no precedent for this there's no precedent for coming together and demolishing this system of oppression, not to this level. What you see, uh, what's this country that was on, uh, it was on the news. They had a coup and basically took down the dictatorship, right? They had a coup recently. Oh man, the African country, it just escaped me through, oh wow. But anywho, they just recently had a coup, took down this uh, dictatorship that was real, um, basically just, just horrid in, in any way like that, right? But we haven't seen something to this magnitude, not with this many people and not this vast of a country, right? So I still can't discount the change that's happened, right? So yes, nothing that's happening now is new under the sun. We've been been taking advantage of, police been killing us. It's just now being videotaped. You get what I'm saying? Like this right. stuff has been happening, but I still can't discount the change that's happened, right? Jim Crow is gone. You get what I'm saying? We have the right to vote. Those are changes that actually has happened because of this movement. Now, granted, a lot more can, should have happened, right? And I'm agreeing with you. We're consistent. We need to be more consistent. We're, no, we're nowhere near as unified as we used to be, right? And also, I don't think we realize the true potential of our strength. Your auntie or sister, Amanda Seals, posted something about it. Literally, slaves revolted with garden tools, and we're sitting here questioning how much power we have. You get what I mean? Exactly. So we do have the strength exactly. and we do have the power to overcome and to make significant, impactful change. You know, I'm going to so. tell you what I don't understand. This is going to be my last thing about this because I'm sick of these motherfuckers. You know, I'm going to uh -oh. tell you what I don't understand, <laughs> right? Like, you hate us so much, right? But when we go and create our own Black Wall Street to separate ourselves, you destroy that. Oh, yeah. You tell us, go back to Africa, but motherfucker, we ain't bring ourselves here, and your ass ain't from here either. So it's like, we damned if we do, we damned if we don't. If we remove ourselves from the fucking fuckery, then guess what? Now you destroy what we built to bring us right back to your fucking lifestyle and your economy, because the reality is you fucking need us, but you hate yeah. the fact that you need us, so you want all the benefits of us, but you don't want to deal with us. So it's just like, for real, what the fuck you want? Because we, we're not no, going no. away. And then when we isolate ourselves, you destroy whatever the fuck we put in place. They need us to work the system. That's what it is. They don't like us. They don't care for us. They need us to work the system. That's what it is. And we have to understand now that we have that value. And that's what they need us for. I'm going to be real with you. We're never going to be equal. That's that. We're never, we're not going to be viewed as equal. Let me not say that. I believe that maybe one day before God comes and we might be, we might have the social standing, right? Or maybe economic standing of equality. And the thing is, even with the equality component, right? And I'll be real with you. I think we're surpassed. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, but we, like, we as a culture is like, we just magic. That doesn't oh, mean yeah. we're we doesn't mean we're superior than anybody, but this scale of equality is something they created, right? Because in our own world, in our own dynamic, we motherfucking the macaroni with the cheese, which is why I keep right. stealing from us. No, and here's what I mean by equal treatment. Oh hell no. That's, that's too what much I mean. like, right. That that that's what I mean. No, we're not equal. Come on now. Look what we get. Music. That's us. 
If it wasn't for us, we'd still music, be music, fashion, cooking, that's, motherfucking hairstyles, nail styles, motherfucking. We done nurse y'all motherfucking baby, so we motherfucking put the blueprint on parenting. Like what the fuck? Medicine. That's medicine. Us. You harvesting our motherfucking body cells and shit and, and multiplying Illegally and creating. Because when they didn't get her permission to do that, and she's responsible all. for all most medical advancements today. They didn't. They didn't do that. So. No, yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about equal treatment. My bad, I should have preface We, we, we never gonna get equal treatment because that that it, equal treatment would mean that I am showing you your worth, and if I show you right. your worth, then I can't steal from you. So, uh, so here's my so, thing, and that's why I think we need to attack the system. Does that make sense? So, if we attack the system, and like you said, we we get to the place where we have our own and we start to flourish, and like you said, if they don't tear it down like they've done before. Like you said, uh, Black Wall Street in Oklahoma. Actually, Central Park was a thriving black community. Tore that and burned it down. And put a fucking park. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Because a park is more important than people's homes and businesses and shit. No, yeah. no, no, park is less threatening. <laughs> right, right. The and, then, and then guess what? Y'all build a park that we can't go to the motherfucker because if we go to the motherfucker, then we clearly don't belong there. Yeah, because it's a Central Park Five. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. This but crazy. yeah, so eventually we'll get to get to the place where we realize the worth of the black dollar. That's why we talk about supporting black businesses. Because when we build up, we don't need them. It's like sustaining ourselves, just like we're talking about the policing ourselves. If we begin to cons- be our own consumers in our own community, then we don't need them. We don't need their products, and then they have to talk shop with us. So you and have that's to. That's so degrading to them. Like, oh, oh come on now. <laughs> like you, you, you love stealing from us and taking our ideas and patenting as as your own motherfucking taking our culture and you know appropriating shit. But then it's just like, oh, gentrification. You love taking our land and everything else. But then when you got to actually talk to us and give us credit and then actually do business with us, it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. irony of it all. This is why right. I just, this is why I stay in the house. <laughs> but um, definitely send our prayers out and our thoughts to Jacob and his family um, and those affected by the shooting. I just hope that now we're living in what it is to be America, Donald Glover, this is America. This is America, guys. This is America. What happened this past week? This is America. America is not all rainbows and sunshine. This is what America is most. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it, but this is mostly America. Yep. Black and brown people being targeted every day. Happens every, every day. Fucking Never day. stops. That's America. Okay? Yep. That's America. But guys, once again, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on our socials. Hans and Tristan podcast on IG. Let us know, like, subscribe, share. As you know, you can listen to us wherever podcasts are streamed and heard. So there's no excuse, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you guys again next week. Bye.